It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. at all here with another episode of financial pizza it's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial radio shows featuring some of the best financial advisors heard around the country each and every week all brought to you hot fresh and in 30 minutes or less hey don't forget subscribe rate share this podcast boy i'd really appreciate that and if you want to reach anybody here, just call them, 800-662-6808. You can also text PIZZA to 21000. You can email me, steve at financialpizza.com. All right, before we get into the advisors, this is the first podcast I've done in about a month. Why? COVID. Yep, tested positive back on February 7th. Had to sit out for a few weeks. I could have used another one, really. It basically kicked my ass. I don't mind telling you. I know a lot of folks have minor symptoms and life goes on, but not so much for me. Not only did I have it, but my wife had it, and she landed in the hospital for a week. Now, in her case, this was after two weeks in the hospital dealing with abdominal surgery. She had subsequent complications anyway. Long story short, she's better, and so am I. Now, I was fortunate enough to be given Bamlanivimab, or the BAM infusion. Yeah, Bamlanivimab. It's, uh, this is what it is from the website. Bamlanivimab is a neutralizing antibody drug. It contains man-made antibodies that are similar to the antibodies of patients who recovered from COVID-19. Scientists think these antibodies may limit the amount of virus in your body. This could give your body more time to learn how to make its own antibodies. Bamlanivimab does not have any COVID-19 virus in it. I got to tell you, it made a huge difference for me. I'm very grateful to have been able to get it. My breathing literally back to normal in about 24 hours. Now, lingering effects, yeah, I still have fatigue. That's hard to define, but if, if you have it, you know what I'm talking about. The COVID brain thing, yeah, that's for real. It's, it's confusion. It's foggy. It's just plain weird. And for me, it was also my voice. And for a guy who makes his living talking on the radio and doing podcasts, not a real good thing. It's mostly back, but I can certainly feel it by the end of the day. I'm hoping I don't have the long holler effects that I've been reading about, and it's really too early to tell for me, but I'm optimistic. The worst is behind me. If you've had the dreaded positive COVID test, I do hope your symptoms are mild and things are back to normal for you. If you had something more, my best wishes for you and a full recovery. And if you've lost someone to this awful disease, you certainly have my sympathy. And as Eric Carney likes to say at the end of his show, stay positive, test negative. That is my wish for you as well. Now, on to the advisors and what they're talking about this week. They had plenty, of course. We're going to hear from Coach Pete and the crew on Financial Safari, talking about myths in retirement and a lesson in financial physics. Eric Carney talks about wild market swings and how we shouldn't let that rule our retirement plan. Richard Pelletier breaks down a Roth conversion and why it may be the best time to make that happen. Trip Limehouse sticks with that theme with a slightly different perspective. And Teresa Opeka answers the question, Whatever happened to the old F.W. Woolworth stores? 
All right, let's get this pizza cooking. For our first slice, we turn to Financial Safari. That's where we find Coach Pete Deruta. He's holding court with a studio full of folks, including Dave Perkins, Morgan Patrick, Jennifer Ransdell. The topic, dealing with retirement myths. Myth number three. Dave, let me see what, let me get your opinion on this. Okay. Medicare will cover my medical expenses. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> I don't need to worry about any <laughs> medical issues in retirement because... The government that gave me Medicare. Yeah. You know, Coach, I have seen the out-of-pocket costs over the span of a retirement. It, it's high. Yeah. It really is. Well, you know what the biggest medical expense for seniors is? Hmm. Long-term care. Long-term care facilities. Yeah, see, that Having scares someone me. come take care of you. Mm-hmm. Guess what's not covered under Medicare for the most part? Long-term, Long-term care. care. <laughs> That's right. And the annual cost for an assisted living facility is at least 48000 if not more. Wow. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Uh-huh. And so Medicare is not covering it. And so, well, a private room at a nursing home even is double that. So that you're talking mm. about you want a roommate? You're going to get one for about 50000 a year in a, in a long-term care facility. If you want to be alone, it's about 100000 I mean, a lot of people, wow. Coach, when they're planning for retirement, they're healthy. They're, they're feeling oh, good. Yeah. They're not thinking about long-term right. health care. But when you get into your 60s, <laughs> yep. the little things become big things, and you've got to think ahead. You know, it's funny. We don't think about it till we think about it, and then maybe it's too late to think yeah. about it. And mm-hmm. so now's a good time to think about long-term care. Now, you know, if you've been listening to the show, you know my opinion on long-term care insurance. I really don't like it that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never offered a policy, even though I've been able to offer them, because there's a lot of games and gimmicks here. seems like most of the work is done by the insurance company is trying to sell you a policy, and as soon as you get in there, the next work begins trying to deny any claim you have. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the same way with most any insurance, isn't it? It really is. Seems <laughs> bye, to be. bye, bye. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. So but just be careful. There are some special life insurance policies that we've discovered over the last four or five years that let you have what's called a living benefit rider added onto your policy. Now, what is that? Yeah, that's a good question, Morgan. I was just getting ready to tell you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's important. All right, so you got a death. Let's just say you have a life insurance policy. A lot of people have life insurance. Yep. Let's mm-hmm. say you have a million-dollar death benefit. That's a nice benefit. Mm-hmm. You don't want your some people in your family to know that because, as old saying, you don't want to be worth more dead than alive, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to check your break lines. <laughs> but, all right, so you've got a million-dollar policy. And the reason you, you bought it originally was to make sure that you didn't leave your family in a bad position if you're not here anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what life insurance is. It's for the, for the living. And so what if it could benefit you, your own self, as a living person instead of you dying and you knowing with the, when, when you're on the deathbed that your family's going to be taken care of? What right. if you could dip into that policy? Let's say you needed $100,000 to have your own room in a long-term care facility. We've got a million-dollar life insurance policy. That's the death benefit. It's not the cash value. The death You might not have any kind of cash value, right. which means there's nothing to cash in. But the insurance company's added that rider on there where now you can reach into the death benefit and take out $100,000 tax-free Man. to pay for your long-term care. That's great. And the beauty of this is, all right, you do. So now, now your policy is worth 900000 when you die instead of a million because you just took out $100,000. But now you have peace of mind knowing if you need it again next year, you do the same thing. I Let's like say the sound you do of it that. six times, so you take out six hundred thousand dollars because you were you were in the you were in the facility for six years and then you pass away. There's still at least four hundred thousand dollars as a death benefit leaving to your next kin. So the money doesn't go away, but there's more money that never would have been there if you didn't do something. Like well, that. not only that, yeah. but your family doesn't have to worry. You're about, not a burden anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have to pay that. Yeah, well, and so the beautiful the beautiful thing the beautiful thing the beautiful, the beautiful thing <laughs> of this is. The fact that you're not paying a premium for long-term mm-hmm. care, it's included in your life insurance policy. So you're not paying more. You won't have a fee increase or right. they can't increase your rates once you're in, as long as you didn't lie on the application. 
and it's there forever. It's not going to go, not a use it or lose it. It doesn't go away. And if you die and don't need it, well, there's a million-dollar death benefit going to your next kid. It's relatively new, isn't it, Coach? I really, yeah, it is. And it's about four or five years. I really think that the, the only investment known to man that's guaranteed to pay off what they promised is life insurance policy. Yeah. yeah. Or annuities that are related to life insurance, too. Mm-hmm. But The innovations in long-term care are pretty remarkable. A whole lot of us are going to need long-term care, and the time to prepare for it is now. To learn more, give Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial a call. It's 800-662-6808, or just text PIZZA to 21000. Financial Safari is the flagship show for Coach Pete and the team. It can be heard on stations around the country. It originates in Raleigh, North Carolina. You can find and subscribe the podcast Financial Safari wherever you download your podcasts, including Apple, iHeart, Amazon, and more. Pizza! Now, let's head to Florida, where things are wide open. That's where we find Eric Carney and his show, Wealth Works Radio. Now, in this clip, Eric and I are talking about the wild market swings and how getting close to retirement, some are willing to take more risk than they should, thinking they'll get easy gains. Not as easy as it seems. A lot of people realize they're not in a good financial position. They are significantly closer to retirement than they actually thought. And so now, all of a sudden, they start to backpedal and they start to find things that are going to like get them rich quick or get them caught up as they say by the time the public knows about something the money has already been made and so by the time people learned about GameStop and everything that was going on when they start to go in it's over game over literally and so it's the same with the pot stocks. You know, everybody's trying to make millions of dollars off these pot stocks. I'm not saying that you can't make a little bit of money, but here's the whole thing. I don't invest in stuff like that. If you want to invest in stuff like that, please don't call us because we're looking at long-term wealth accumulation products, not get rich quick schemes, not what's on Reddit overnight. We're looking at long-term holdings. And you know, the, the funny thing is, is that, you know, GameStop went up and then it went way down. We actually had a client that bought it outside of our account, outside of our our advice at $340 a share. I don't even know what it's worth today, but it's pretty much not anywhere near near $340. Mm -mm. My, my advice to him was don't buy it. There's so many other things to purchase. And, you know, I want to bring up one stock and I don't really talk about investing on this uh, uh, program that much, but here's the thing. PayPal, you know, we've owned that in our portfolio for quite a long time. In the past six months, it's got a 37.7% rate of return. Wow. And year to date, it's at 16%. Okay. So I don't know where it is exactly today, but the point is, is that that's, those are nice returns. What we're trying to do is, again, take good solid holdings over time and provide them to, to our clients. We want someone who actually has their, their volatility managed, their risk managed. They actually have a sensible rate of return according to their actual financial plan. So all of these quick fixes are not going to fix anything. And the last thing that I'll say about this is you cannot outperform your retirement. 
And so a lot of people are trying to do exactly that. They're trying to get these big hits and they think that that's gonna cure everything. The more important thing is, is that you need a strategic financial plan. Are you looking to reduce your taxes? Are you reducing and managing your tax brackets? There's so many other things that we have to pay attention to other than rate of return. And again, on the show, I don't talk about rate of return very much. I think that we have outstanding portfolios. I think that we have done an incredibly good job. We have GIPS verified portfolios. So our portfolios certainly are not you know, an issue, but the thing is, is that we're also complementing that with strong financial and strategic planning. So again, when you take a look at all these and people wanna get into the cryptos and the Dogecoin, all that crazy stuff, it's not what we do. I think that this year more than ever, we've seen a lot of people that have wanted to implement these crazy ideas in their portfolio. We just don't wanna have anything to do with those. That does make sense to me. Planning for retirement takes time and sound money decisions. Eric and his team at Retirement Wealth can help you down that road. Call them here, 800-662-6808. Text PIZZA to 21000. You can visit their website, ericcarneyadvisor.com, E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y, advisor.com. And you can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on the News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Have it delivered to your phone each and every week. Pizza! Now let's join Richard Pelletier with Help to Retire Group in Massachusetts. Now, Richard's 30-plus years in the financial business give him a unique perspective, to say the least. And in this segment, he explains in no uncertain terms why a Roth conversion may be the right decision for some people. Well, we're doing more and more Roth conversion. Remember I talked in the last segment, people are very, very concerned uh, about where we're going with taxes mm -hmm. uh, for what I would call successful savers. They have a very significant 401k, uh, IRA, or whatever the case may be, 403b. They're pre-tax accounts. The government knows exactly where that money is. Custodian blabs and tells them, hey, we got $400,000 <laughs> for Bob over here. Of course you do. Is why Sally has $300,000 over there. They know where the money is, okay? Now, uh, in the... Pending legislation, which I was looking at just the other day, I was doing a nightly news. We do something called the financial uh, uh, moment on the local TV station. And we're looking at the proposed bailout. And in 40 some odd years, I've been reading the Internal Revenue Service Code. I saw something in that proposed legislation, and I, I want to see if it actually becomes law, that I've never seen before. And that was they are going to waive any RMDs on small IRA accounts under 100000 In other words, you're 72 years old, you're supposed to be taking out money, tax that money now, but they're going to say, nah, you know, we'll give you a pass, no taxes for you. Well, I'm saying if they're distinguishing for the first time small accounts, aren't they also saying we're going to treat big accounts in the future differently as well? Ooh, boy, you make me think, Richard. Yeah, you're, if you're listening to this and you've got a good IRA, 401k, you need to think real hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you've got millions of small IRA accounts, 401k accounts, whatever, thrift savings plans, and the government says, no, nah, you know, we're going to let you defer that. There's no mandate that you take money out and we stop taxing that account. Where do they make up that tax revenue? You know, you're talking a few bucks. <laughs> you're talking now, a few bucks. Exactly. Okay. Well, again, uh, I'm telling people I can see the day we, we've had the biggest and largest amount of tax 
modifications in the last 12 months, and it's going to be sweeping in the next 12 months. I can see the capital gains tax being dramatically raised because we know only rich people pay capital gains, right? Uh, I can see, and we've seen the destruction of the inherited IRA. That was the biggest tax grab. And because of the COVID and all the crisis on TV, morning, noon, and night, no one knows when this money that you worked all your life for in a savings account uh, does not pass uh, to, to your kids uh, the way it used to. They had a very, very strong tax deferral and uh, benefit through tax deferral based on their life. Well, guess what? They're 20, 25, 30 years uh, longer life expectancy than mom and dad. January the 1st, 2020, gone. All that money has to be taken out and taxed with one RMD at least at the end of the 10th year from day of death. Now, my prediction is, watch that one be changed rapidly. Watch that be reduced to a payout of five years. Why is that so important? When do you plan, when do you plan to pass away? And at, at that hypothetical age, how old do you think your kids are going to be? Well, maybe they're going to be at their prime earning capacity in their 50s and 60s. They're making a good living, and all of a sudden, income's 100000 bucks added to their tax in that one year. At what rate? 15%? I don't think so. 20%? I don't think so. 30 40%? Okay. You do that for multiple kids. Tell me who the biggest beneficiary of your IRA account is if you have two or more kids, and only one or two of them are successful answer mathematically is the internal revenue service. It's not your kids. It's definitely something to think about. And with his experience, he's seen some pretty major changes in this industry. And if you'd like to have that conversation with Richard and his team, give him a call 800-662-6808 or just text pizza to 21000. Their website, HelpToRetire.com. That's HelpToRetire.com. Financial Safari with Richard Pelletier is heard Saturday mornings at 9 on News Radio 560 WHYN in Springfield, Massachusetts. You can stream it on the iHeartRadio app. You can also subscribe to the podcast. Pizza. All right, let's turn back the clock to a simpler time where most every small town in America had the 5 and 10 cent store right downtown. Of course, one of the biggest, F.W. Woolworth. So whatever happened to them? Well, Teresa Opeka did some research and has the story. Known as the pioneer of the five-and-dime type store, F.W. Woolworth Company was founded on February 22, 1879, when Frank Winfield Woolworth opened his first Woolworth store in Utica, New York. It was known as Woolworth's Great Five Cent Store. Unfortunately, the store closed up shop in May 1879. He opened up a second location in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and called it Woolworth's Great Five Cent Store in June 1879. He asked his brother, Charles Sumner Sum Woolworth, to manage his next location in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania in July that same year. It was known as Five Cent Woolworth Brothers Store. Frank later found an ideal location for his next store, Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Five Cent and Ten Cent Woolworth Brothers Store opened on November 6, 1880 with some as manager. The Scranton store is where some fully developed the Brothers Five Cent and Ten Cent merchandising model. By 1904, there were six chains of affiliated stores operating in the United States and Canada. The company 
continued its five and 10 cent business until 1932 when a 20 cent line of merchandise was added. In November 1935, the company's directors decided to discontinue selling price limits altogether. By 1962, Woolworths founded a chain of large single floor discount stores called Woolco. Some of these stores were branded as Winfields after the founder's middle name. The following year, in 1963, Woolworth expanded into the shoe store business with the purchase of Kinney Shoe Corporation, which eventually created the store that Woolworth would be taken over by, Foot Locker. During the 1980s, the company tried many different specialty store formats. They also tried to revive the classic Woolworth store model into Woolworth Express, a small mall-oriented store that would carry everyday convenience items like health and beauty aids, greeting cards, snack foods, cleaning supplies, and school supplies. Focusing on specialty stores and getting away from its five and nine roots led to the store's demise. On July 17, 1997, Woolworths closed its remaining department stores in the U.S. and changed its corporate name to Venator. On October 20, 2001, the company changed names again. This time, it took the name of its top retail performer and became Foot Locker Incorporated, which Woolworth started in 1974. The corporate history of Woolworth is legally included in the history of Foot Locker Incorporated, which is the legal continuation of Woolworth. Uh, we had one in my hometown. Used to love to go there, just wander around, be in awe of all those amazing toys. Pizza! Now let's hear from Trip Limehouse and his show, The Road to Retirement. In this clip, Trip reiterates what Richard was talking about and why it may be a good time to do a Roth conversion. Hey, I had a call, Steve, about, you know, we mentioned calculators that we use. I had a call uh, a couple weeks ago and guy said, hey, you mentioned this calculator. Can you help me? And I said, sure. So I said, well, how, you know, what are you trying to calculate? And he said, I'm trying to figure out if I have enough. I said, okay, uh, enough meaning he said enough to retire. So, um, you know, I just, we just quick phone conversation and I said, well, you know, let me, let me get a little information from you. So he told me his age and what he had saved and just kind of gave me a quick rundown. I just plugged it into my calculator here on my computer. And I said, sir, um, you don't, (laughs) (laughs) you don't, (laughs) I gave him the bad news, you know, but I mean, he really, he he didn't know if he had, he had enough or didn't have enough, you know, could he retire? Could he not retire? You know, was he about to make a a wrong train? He said, trip, you always talk about wrong turns and dead ends. Am I about to take one? And I said, sir, you are. So anyway, he scheduled an appointment and he's coming in and we're going to talk about how he can boost his balance. And, um, you know, folks, you can increase your 401k withholding. So, the contribution limit um, for a 401k plan in 2021 is 19500 bucks. So it could be a good time to reset your 401k withholding. Maybe put an extra $500 in your retirement account before the end of the year. Um, you know, that's just a, something, a little thing that you can do. Now, if you've been listening to me long enough, you know that I really am not a big tax deferred retirement fan because your IRA is really an IOU to the IRS. (laughs) Yes, it's true. So a 401k eventually will become an IRA for most people. And uh, whether it's a 401k, an IRA, a SEP, 403b, TSP, doesn't matter. Anything that's tax deferred, you've got a partner in that retirement plan. But, you know, folks, we do need to save. And the predominant vehicle for saving typically is, you know, a 401k or something of the like. I'm just sharing with you, um, we need to save, but we need to also think about taxation in the future. Because, Chances are taxes are definitely going to be increasing. I mean, we have some massive stimulus packages that have been passed, probably more to come. And, uh, you know, who pays for it is me and you. 
and everybody else that's listening. <laughs> so if you're concerned about taxes right now, and I think that's probably on the forefront for a lot of people, I want to help you take a look at um, potential tax savings strategies. Maybe we can reduce or eliminate some taxes for you during retirement. Wouldn't that be great? That certainly would. All right. So going back to uh, the little things, okay, maybe put $10 per week in an IRA. All right. That's not a, um, a massive amount, but over time it adds up. I mean, you only need to save $10 a week to end up with an extra $500 at the end of the year. Think about that. So maybe set up an automatic transfer from a checking account to an IRA, uh, putting $500 in a tax deferred IRA. It's also going to reduce your tax bill. You know, I mean, that's, that's the whole IRA is an I, an IOU to the IRS, that kind of thing we just talked about, but still it benefits you. Uh, today in the form of your saving, okay? Good point. Doesn't take much to begin to make a difference in your saving. And you can hear The Road to Retirement with Trip Limehouse Saturdays, 10 a.m. on WVOC in Columbus, South Carolina. It's the news talk and sports station there. You can subscribe to his podcast as well. Find it on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or wherever you download your podcasts. You can reach him here by calling 800-662-6808, or you can text PIZZA to 21000. You can find his website, limehousefinancial.com. That's limehousefinancial.com. At PIZZA. One more clip, and for that, we turn once again to America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta, and the show is Financial Safari. Joining him in studio, Dave Perkins, Morgan Patrick, and Jennifer Ransdell. The topic is a good one, financial physics. All right, so here is Financial Physics of the Week. My dad is a physics professor, as we said, and I'm not. <laughs> but we watch movies a lot of times, and a lot of physics happens in movies that might not realize it. The physics that I'm going to talk about here is the movie with Ralphie in it called A Christmas Story. Okay. And in that, movie, <laughs> in that movie, somebody wicks a pole. They get, they get double dog dared to put their tongue on the cold pole, and you know mm -hmm. what happens there. They, they're out there. Double dog dare you. <laughs> double dog. <laughs> so think about this, though, before we get into what, what's happening there. If you touch a cold wood beam and you touch a cold metal pipe that are the same temperature, why does the pipe feel colder? You ever done that before? You yeah. touch a wood yeah. and the pipe feels colder. Huh. <laughs> All right, so in the physics books, it says, why does your hand stick to the pipe? And I'm going to say, why does your wet tongue stick to that pipe? <laughs> because it's a movie Christmas story. One of the children takes up the dare and licks a cold pipe only to find that his tongue sticks to it and he's trapped there. Uh, here's one of the life's many rules, folks. And, of course, you already know this. And I learned this back at my grandma's house mm -hmm. because they used to have metal ice cube maker trays. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. That's why I saw the movie or something like that. So oh, I decided yeah. I'm going to lick the ice cube tray because <laughs> at least I'm not outside with a pole. Yeah, yeah. It was a metal ice cube tray and it stuck. And so my grandfather had to come in and run hot water over my tongue. So oh, I was trying to rip it away. That was the worst thing yeah, to do. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. So answer, why does this happen? Why do your... You end up in trouble when you wick cold things like that. The sensation of how cold an object is to the touch greatly depends on the rate at which thermal energy is conducted away from your fingers or tongue by the object. Metal conducts thermal energy much better than wood. So that's why it feels colder mm -hmm. right there. And so metal feels colder when it is the same temperature as a wood. Now, fingers can stick to a cold metal surface, as can tongues, because the moisture on the skin can freeze into tiny indentations in the surface. A tongue 
would freeze even more so because it has more moisture than fingers, believe it or not, Morgan. I, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. You never see, like when you see the librarian, where they would lick their finger to turn a page. Oh, oh right. yeah. You didn't see them go the reverse order to turn the page mm-hmm. with their tongue. So that's the, pouring warm water over the skin, metal connection will usually melt the ice and free the fingers or the tongue. And yes. I found that out. All right, let's, let's retouch on the myths, the 10 myths of retirement okay. planning. Myth number six. I'll work during my retirement years. I'm not worried about saving money. I don't need to listen to Coach Pete. Not a guarantee. <laughs> That's not a guarantee. But do you really want to retire and work? Not no. really, no. How much fun is that? Unless well, actually, really like I it. love my job. I love my job, too. Dave, you get brownie points for that. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, uh, Dave. <laughs> but no, you, you really you don't, you don't want to depend on... Having to work to, to have that income. You'd like but, to have the option. That's right. That's right. right. That's it. By the way, Dave, there's your, there's your little bonus. <laughs> there we go. Yay. <laughs> so, Morgan, there are solutions here. And the solution is you need your money working for you, not, sure. not to work for money. And so we need to have a plan. And we call it the financial red zone. If we're 52 and above, we really need to have that plan where we know exactly what income we're going to get all the way through our lives. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have to work unless we want to work so if co- it's fun to work then you work we like to say well i talk about the financial fill up all the time it's financial fill up strategies make sure you get a check every single month for the mm-hmm. rest of your life therefore you don't have to work unless you want to work some people do like to go back and they love the so- social interaction of work sure but they don't like the fact that they the other people don't like the fact that they have to work just to make money so they can stay where they are and so we need a plan that gives us growth we need our money growing obviously What's more important than growing your money? Is it protecting that money that you had grow? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What good is it to have a growth if you have it go away? Right. So that's like a high tide, low tide account. Every single 12 hours, something's different. Mm-hmm. We don't need that. We need an account that locks our gains in. Then in the future, we decide when to activate, but we activate a plan that gives us a monthly check for the rest of our life. It's called a lifetime income plan, and I call it financial fill-up strategy. And it just takes a lot of the worry out of living in retirement. I love the idea of that financial fill-up. Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial can really help you create your own financial fill-up that happens each and every month. Call them, 800-662-6808, or text PIZZA to 21000 to get your plan rolling. Financial Pizza can be heard on any number of radio stations all around the country, as well as on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on the Amazon app, the iHeart app, or wherever you download your podcasts. Best advice, subscribe to it. Just have it delivered to your phone every week. Well, so that's it. This is episode 90. Yeah, after a little break for me, episode 90 of Financial Pizza brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. You can get Financial Pizza delivered to you every week. It's free. Just subscribe wherever you download your podcasts, including Apple, iHeart, Amazon, and more. Remember, reach any of the advisors by calling 800-662-6808 or text pizza to 21000. You can reach me, Steve, at financialpizza.com, or you can find me on Twitter at Steve Siddall. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget, subscribe, rate, share this podcast. I'd really appreciate that. And uh, there are links to all the advisors in the show notes listed with this podcast. Hey, we'll see you next time right here on Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities 
deductions are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. 